So, like toothbrushes, cars have changed over time. They've gone from your simple, normal brushes with your normal colors and normal shapes and sizes, and they've changed, they've evolved. One change that also occurred in the life of toothbrushes, of course, is that it's gone electric. But that is because of efficiency. In cars, it might be for a different reason. But today, I want to showcase and tell you about the best electric cars on the market at the moment in the different and various categories. And I actually want to put it into a scenario of your typical family guy, just to make you understand better where these electric cars fit in. So unlike toothbrushes, you don't emit any carbon emissions. Cars do. And the reason for going electric for some people is, of course, efficiency um, and carbon emissions and the fact that it's greener and better for the polar bears. But for some people, cars go electric for some manufacturers, rather, they make electric cars because it's better, it, it's more powerful, it's quicker, has more torque, has more performance in some ways. So there are various reasons why cars has gone to the electric side rather than saying petrol. And over the years, you probably will see more electric cars um, coming and going. But as I said, I want to sort of portray a, and illustrate the sort of scenario to try and fit in these electric cars in the different livelihoods of your typical family guy. So let's say you need a city car that goes about just doing the runarounds, doing the errands, going from A to B, going to spa, picking up the kids uh, from school, going to work. You know, you know, it's just your typical urban city car. Then the perfect electric car for you is the Honda E. So the Honda E is basically their first modeled electric car and they wanted to make it an urban car because it's what is you know typically popular these days so your typical city car usually just does the runarounds not really goes far doesn't need a lot of power has to be efficient fuel efficient in in this case isn't necessarily needed but the problem with the honda e before i go to the advantages actually is the range so range anxiety is something that is so common with electric cars and is the reason and the shortcoming of electric cars these days the reason why people don't often choose them over petrol cars even though they emit less carbon emissions the range of your typical honda e um your higher model honda e is about 220 kilometers which is not a lot it's about 127 miles and it just goes to show you can't really go out of the city with this because you might be struggling with range anxiety you probably won't find a place where you can charge the car quick enough so this is your typical city car but in terms of advantages it looks amazing the interior looks like a 1970s lounge with a widescreen tv in it with nice wood leather uh, high quality plastics if that is even a thing it looks awesome it looks very very cute it comes from a concept which initially um, stunned the world in terms of the new idea of how city cars is to look and just to be honest like in terms of range and everything i know that is a bit of a problem but if i could have this car as a city car i would choose it over a lot of petrol cars also it has about 113 kilowatt of power so that is more than enough to go from 0 to 24 miles an hour from one red light to another so of course you might need a bigger car let's say your wife or your spouse would like to drive around just doing the family errands doing the family runs picking people up going out of time maybe for a bit just to go to cape gate or the mall you might need a bit of a bigger car that's where the tesla model 3 comes in so this is the third model that tesla produced and it's their medium-sized 
sort of three th- series sort of C-class competitor. And it's probably the best car they've ever made. For reason that the entry-level car, which is just a single motor, even though it's not a lot of power, starts at $35,000, which is equivalent to about 550,000 Rand. And to be honest, this is not a lot comparing it to your typical 3 Series, C-Class or A4 price. The prodigy of this car is 100% the infotainment system it has. It's this massive iPad Pro Plus S Max super big um, screen that basically controls everything of the car. One of the coolest things that the Tesla Model 3 has to offer, and in my opinion... I think it's probably one of the coolest things I've seen in a car's infotainment system is that when you plan a route, let's say you want to go from here to Bloemfontein for some reason, which I don't know why you would want to, but let's say you do, it will actually map out a route that, you know, taking into account when it needs to stop and refill or refuel. Um, And it won't let you stay longer at one of those fueling stations than you actually need to. If you only need 200 kilometers from one fuel station to another, it will take you then, won't let you stay any longer than usual. Uh, the Tesla Model 3 in a lot of ways also has some character because it's the first real-wheel drive Tesla made and it's also a Tesla that has drift mode. So electric cars in drift mode often don't go inside, but Tesla has some character and they decided why not. They also made a performance version which does 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in about 100, about 3.7 seconds, which is very quick, over 300 kilowatts of power. So you won't be struggling for power, you won't be struggling for grip or performance. Build quality has improved a lot. Basically everything that Tesla learned over the years with the Model S and um, the, what do you call it, the Tesla with the Falcon doors, um, that has basically accumulated into the Model 3 being so good. One problem is that you probably will wait forever to get the allocation because there's already 500,000 reserved spots for Tesla to make Model 3s for customers. So the chance of you getting one now, well, good, but you'll probably have to wait a bit longer. But let's say your family wants to go on a bit of an adventure, a bit of a trip. You need a bigger car. You need something that can crush miles. Of course, this is electric, so that doesn't really make sense. But you need something that can go the range that is big enough to carry a family, maybe your dog, maybe your grandma, maybe your clothes and everything you want to take with, maybe something that can also tow a trailer because electric cars can do that. Tow bars are an option. But I would suggest you take the Audi e-tron. This is Audi's basically electric Q5 or Q7. And in a way, it simplifies the idea of an electric car. It goes about making a recognizable shape, uh, turning it into an electric car, you know, better for the polar bears, uh, and it makes it an attractive proposition for your typical family guy. We are entrusted with Audi, and we know that they make good cars. The Q5 and Q7 is very capable, very good at what it does. So the e-tron just goes and says, okay, we don't need it petrol engine to do precisely what those cars do so the top of the range model is quite expensive it starts at about 1.6 million rand but it has a lot of power 370 kilowatt has a range of near about 360 kilometers which is not a lot your typical diesel q5 will go basically double that range in one run so in terms of going on a longer trip you will need to take in account um, where the fuel stations or the refilling stations are just so that you can have a, a pleasant trip. But it just gives you some more time to go about adventure.
But now, you also get the scenario where, let's say you have to go on a business trip. Let's say you and your spouse want to go visit friends and maybe they're a bit out of town. Maybe you want to go visit them and decided to maybe take a bit of a more exciting car, but still luxurious. You know, you want something to brag about when you get to your friend's house. That's why you take the Porsche Taycan Turbo S. So this is the first fun, sort of normal electric cars. This is the first good, solid indication of how a fun, sporty electric car is going to look in the future. Because if any brand were to make a fun, good-looking, very competent, um, very efficient and effective electric car, for the future it would be Porsche. Because you know you can trust their cars, you know their cars do unbelievably well. I mean, just take the 911, for instance, there is no better sports car on the road. And some people have even compared the Porsche Taycan Turbo S, let's say, to a typical 911 Turbo S with four doors. It is very heavy. It weighs about 2.3 to 2.5 tons, but you are not lacking for power in any way. On overboost, the two electric motors produce about 560 kilowatt. And, yeah, well, there's no other way to say it. A staggering 1,050 newton meters of torque. So you are not going to lack for power. You're not going to lack for speed. Um, over and over, this car has been tested right next to the Tesla Model S and shown that it is a quicker car. It is a better proposition. The build quality is better than Tesla's. The looks, in my opinion, looks better than a typical Tesla. Although this car is very, very expensive. Without any options, although the Turbo S is rather fully loaded, it starts at 4 million rand. Now, when you take into account your most expensive Panamera, which is the Turbo SE Hybrid, that is not far off on 3.5 million rand. So yes, this is not your everyday family car. It can be, but it's very, very expensive. And you probably won't be seeing one too often, especially in South Africa because of lack of infrastructure, yes. But it is a very expensive car. And some people can't really justify why buying such an expensive high-performance electric car when you can just buy something like a BMW N5 competition which is sort of off the price. And I sort of see where they're going with it. But remember now, take the polar bears into account. They're very important. So lastly, you want something for the weekend. Let's say you want to go for a drive, maybe take a friend along, you know, just go for a quick stint. Maybe go to an abandoned airfield, you know, as your typical top gear would do, and just go for your, for your quarter mile runs. Then the only car you would take is the Remax Concept 1. So now please take into account that these cars I mentioned now are cars that are available on sale now. Now, of course, the Rima Concept 2, the Pininfarina, Batista, the Lotus Evaya, all those cars are coming, yes. But I'm taking into account cars that are already on the market and for sale now. But <laughs> on the other hand, will you be able to get a Rima Concept 1? The chances are, sm- are slim because there are only basically eight cars of which there are seven now. Um, unfortunately, the Remac is... Notorious for its crash, including Richard Hammond on a Grand Tour episode where he rolled down three hills and burst into flames um, on a Swiss Alpine hill climb race. So this car has about four electric motors, um, one on each wheel, with an unbelievably high-end, sort of inexplainable torque vectoring system. 
just to make it simpler, your torque vectoring is just the computer that decides where the torque and the power goes to, to the different wheels, to make sure that you have grip at all times, to make sure that you can go on maximum speed whenever it is needed to. Now, your power, of course, may be a bit lacking at about 800 kilowatt. If you feel you need more power than that, then maybe take on something like skydiving or, or jetting or diving from Mars to uh, planet Earth, I don't know. But if you need more power than that and 1,600 newton meter, then maybe go see a doctor <laughs> because that's unbelievably fast. Your 0 to 100 times is two and a half seconds and goes unbelievable speeds at a rather unattractive you know, fashion. The things with electric car is that they often lack character. They don't sort of give you a sense of the speed you are actually going. Um, when I looked at reviews of this car, you know, every single journalist could vouch for the unbelievable speed and performance that this car has and the grip and the cornering speeds and the G-forces and everything. It's amazing, but it's just not that kind of experience that you expect it to be or expect from a sports car. If you look at the Lamborghini Aventador, unbelievably fast, and the drama goes with it. It has the drama, the sound, the everything, the noises, uh, the ambiance that basically go with it. But there is just no theater in an electric car. To try and explain how this car sounds, it sounds like a, a symphony or a choir of electric toothbrushes or vacuums just singing along. Uh, it's rather futuristic, weird, and, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, a bit obnoxious at the same time. So just go back to Rima Concept 1. One thing that interests me so much about this car is that every single component is made by Rimac itself, a very, very small company in Croatia. So just to give you a sense of how amazing that is, your Lamborghini Huracan, which is a very, very capable supercar, shares 70% of its parts with an Audi. I mean, that just goes to show what Rimac actually puts in, making their own technology, their own operating systems, their own brakes, their own electric motors. Just to give you some background on Mate Rimac, the, the founder and owner of Rimac Automobili, he actually raced and drag raced BMW 3 Series E30, so very old 3 Series BMWs, but he made them electric, not because of the polar bears, but because it was actually a faster car, and it smashed people on the drag races. So, bit of a Frankenstein, yes, but that's where the genius comes from. So, just to conclude, I think electric cars are very exciting. I think they um, hold a very attractive proposition to... I almost said being carb conscious, but being conscious about the carbon emissions and it just goes about achieving incredible stuff, incredible speed and performance and, and figures and stats um, with a, in a rather compelling package. But I do think it, it's going to take some time for it to become mainstream. And if it even becomes mainstream, that is a question to be asked because something like e-fuels, synthetic fuels, biofuels, hydrogen fuel cells and everything, that is also making a breakthrough. And to be honest, I'd rather have e-fuels make a breakthrough because that means your internal combustion cars still can make a living. But it's not taking anything away from any of these cars I mentioned because all of them are insane at what it does and it's truly fit for the times. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was informative. Uh, remember, please rather focus on these cars, rather like cars, rather spend time on cars because it's better than spending time with drugs. So uh, hope you have a good one. Cheers. Cheers.